0: Hello, hello, and welcome to the NBA commute. This is your host, Justin Stewart, and I'm here with my good friend, Tyler Murakami. What's up, Jay? What up? The long awaited debut of Demarcus Cousins happened last night. For your beloved Warriors, 15 minutes, 14 points, 6 rebounds, 3 assists, went 3 for 4 from the 3 point line, proving that he is the third splash brother.
1: It was amazing. Amazing. Like, I know that they were just playing the Clippers, and they didn't have Lou Williams or Danilo Gallinari for most of the night, but it was kind of like, you know,
0: Thanos and uh, the five Infinity Stones. It was pretty awesome. <laughs> Kerr finally got to play his five-all-star lineup.
1: Finally. It's about damn time.
0: <laughs> yeah, gosh, it's tough over there in Warrior Land.
1: Yeah, it's tough when you... Now, like, at all times, there's at least two all-stars on the court, so... Thank God.
0: Yeah. And what I noticed is Boogie caught the ball in all his traditional Boogie places. You know, he had down on the block, extended block, as well as trailing for the three. And he looked comfortable in that offense. It gives the Warriors another playmaker out there. They can kind of throw it down the post, give them, gives them another identity, which is scary because they're already dominant with their identity right now. Yeah, no, just a couple. I mean, like the first basket he had was off a of pick and roll like
1: a big man rolling to the hoop. And we haven't had that really for the whole era. We had, uh, you know, Bogut, Looney, uh, Travail. Um, so that was, that was a pleasant surprise to see a big guy who could draw fouls and kind of get to the rim. They showed a stat last night that they were like, um, guys who lead the league in free throw attempts in the last couple years and he was two behind Harden so I kind of forget we you know he could someone that's just going to get to the line and draw a ton of contact Um, so that was pretty amazing I know he's been practicing his three and the fact that he went three or four and we have another stretch five is huge because Steph already draws so much gravity that if we have someone who can knock down the three that's you know that's awesome Oh, yeah.
0: So, I was really happy. Yeah, and you had, I mean, the pick and roll is KD and DeMarcus Cousins. It's, not, it's over! It's over, ladies and gentlemen! <laughs> and the crazy thing is, is that's probably not their most potent pick and roll. It's, probably, it's Curry and KD, which Curry hardly ever runs. Uh, so, hopefully we'll see more of that pick and roll offense from the Warriors. But, I mean, Boogie looked comfortable out there shooting the ball. Uh, banging down low. He still needs to get his rhythm back with his one-on-one moves. Like you said, he was still drawing fouls. He wasn't hesitant at all. Like, he was either posting up, going to make a move right away, or getting Curry for a nice cut, or passing it back out to Clay or or whatever. But I thought he looked good out there.
1: I mean, I felt like the rest of the team was kind of out of rhythm because, I mean, Buggy was 3 of 4 from 3. The rest of the team went 6 of
0: 33. Oh. So imagine if like Steph, Katie, and Clay were hitting their threes, it would have been like a forty-point game. Yeah.
1: That being said, the, the Clippers are not the the team that is going to like cause De- DeMarcus like problems. It's going to be the teams that run heavy pick and roll, so like yeah. um, the Lakers and uh, the Rockets mm-hmm. when they're going to harden, try to mm-hmm. iso against Boogie, you know, LeBron against Boogie. So that'll be interesting. He's kind of still laboring up the court, but I think that might be how he runs.
0: Yeah, I think, <laughs> a combination of just how he runs as well as the Achilles injury. But and it's not even an all-star game. got a couple months to get ready for the playoffs. I think he'll be on a pretty heavy minute restriction, too, moving forward. And he may—is he going to be playing back-to-backs?
1: I don't think he'll be playing back-to-backs. Um. They said he said he wasn't going to be playing over thirty minutes for a while. Okay. And Curry normally doesn't like to keep his minutes under thirty. I would like to point out that I called that Clay Thompson shots were going to go down because Boogie's going to be
0: playing in that second unit with Clay. Yeah. So Clay had twelve shots last night and he played thirty-four minutes. So mm-hmm. that's right around where I would expect from him for like ten to fifteen shots, mm-hmm. uh, which is kind of a dip from normal. Oh yeah, absolutely. I, I saw another stat that was like when they compared when everyone had like when
1: KD took the most shot attempts on the team, when Steph took the most shot attempts on the team, and when Clay took the most shot attempts on the team. Yeah. And I think this season, when Clay leads the team in shot attempts, they are like eight now. Eight. So. <laughs> <Which> <laughs> because it, it means like the ball's moving and Clay's getting the rhythm. Yeah. Um, so just something to keep an eye on. Clay mm-hmm. shot attempts.
0: I wonder what. Their record is when Clay shoots more than 15 times on less than four dribbles. <laughs> just something saying oh, stuff like that. And one thing about Boogie, he looked happy out there. He looked like he enjoyed the game of basketball again. And that's something that we haven't seen, definitely didn't see it in Sacramento. When we saw flashes of it in New Orleans when him and Anthony Davis really got going. I mean, I haven't seen him smile, scowl, and just enjoy his time on the basketball court. Since maybe his Kentucky days with John Wall?
1: Yeah, I mean, I haven't really followed Boogie's career too much, but I mean, he's probably just happy to, to be out there. Yeah. You know, it's been a long road for him.
0: No, exactly. Boogie had a Boogie quote last night, to say the least. You know, everything was kind of centered on you tonight. You're getting standing O's when
1: you're walking off after getting fouled out, stuff like that. Man, um, probably the fakest love I've ever received <laughs> <laughs>
0: Fake love. That's what he's getting at. The Drake, fake love.
1: I mean, Steph gets fake love, but K D doesn't. KD sucks. <laughs>
0: yeah. And he said in a he had a quote earlier this week that was like, Yeah, everyone hates K D. They hate me. They hate the Warriors. They might like they might like Steph, but they probably hate him.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean man, I think everyone loves Steph and Clay, but definitely
0: not K D. Yeah not a lot of KD stands out there. I thought that was a great quote from DeMarcus Cousins and he's he's going to have good ones all season if they keep giving him the mic, which they will because he is DeMarcus Cousins and he is on the Warriors.
1: Yeah. I mean, if he is he better get used to it and if he doesn't he probably won't be with the Warriors next year, which he won't probably won't be anyway. Yeah. Given his contract situation.
0: I mean, considering the markets that he was in, too, he probably hasn't had this many mics around him since his Kentucky days or recruiting days. Definitely weren't in Sacramento, that's for sure.
1: Yeah, shout-out Kings.
0: Yeah, shout-out out, shout out, shout to Kings. I want to touch on Draymond real quick, because he seems like he has lost his mind lately talking to these refs, and I don't know how he's staying in the game.
1: Because he doesn't want to – he knows if he gets a tech in the first half that they don't want to kick him out of the game. Because I think the, the NBA told him, like, yeah, we, uh, if you're going to kick out stars, try to do it the end of the game, is, my, is just my
0: take on it. Yeah. So he'll get attacked, and then he'll just keep talking to, like, push the line. Mm. And, then, and then he'll I'll never get thrown out. Yeah, conspiracy theory tie <laughs> right there.
1: <laughs> well, I think, like, give it a couple weeks, he'll get thrown out of a game because it, now he knows that they have another big guy that they can rely on in Boogie. And so, if he goes out, it doesn't mean anything. He's also trying to get that Defensive Player of the Year award, uh, so that he can get this, be eligible for the Supermax. Oh. So I think he's trying to draw attention to his play, and like the way to do that is just get taxed and be crazy. Yeah, that's a
0: great point. Because he's going to want all that money as he should. Are you going to watch the Showtime documentary he has? Yeah. Of course.
1: I, I got to see more of, like, when he's just like, I'm a warrior.
0: <laughs> just always got to have an ace up your sleeve. I'm like, what? <laughs> uh, w- when does it come out? Because all I've seen is, know. like, one-minute clips of it. I
1: know. I don't know why they haven't just been releasing them along the way. Yeah. Um, what about, like, LeBron's, like, show? Those episodes come out, like, randomly, too, though, right?
0: Yeah, The Shop, the one on HBO. Yeah. I thought it was like once a month.
1: Those have been pretty good.
0: I thought Mo Bamba was great on it. It's weird because some of the guests, like, they say like one word the entire time. Like, Odo yeah. Beckham had like one or two senses, and, and that was it. How do
1: you feel about,
0: like, I'm drinking wine in like a barbershop? <laughs> wine in the barbershop? Yeah. Dude, I, kind of random. Yeah, I personally have never seen wine in a barbershop. But, you know, I think he's just a big wine guy. And it's his show, yeah. so he can kind of do whatever he wants.
1: <laughs> yeah. I feel like they don't need to be in the shop. Like, I, I don't know.
0: Yeah. I, yeah, to <laughs> really like, kind of have a round round table discussion, but it's the essence of the, the barbershop culture. That's really what it is. And they explain yeah. it in the first episode, I think, as well. Yeah. I want to see his new documentary coming out. The one the cameras are all following him throughout the season. I'm excited for that
1: one. They're just going to follow him not playing for 12 games?
0: <laughs> yeah, so I. <laughs> <laughs> it just adds more drama to it. That's all.
1: Yeah. What did you make of the Clippers last night?
0: Yeah, I like the Clippers. I like how they have been
1: struggling lately, though, right? Yeah, they lost. They lost like five games.
0: Yeah, they—they were they fourth in the West at one point. They are just a bunch of of misfits. I guess trying to get that new contract, and that's the type of team that you want. It kind of reminds me of you know, the old Houston teams or the Denver teams. It was just kind of these guys that. No one superstar, but just a bunch of good to great players. They're they're a fun team to watch. I like Lou Williams. He wasn't playing last night, but he's always he's always a favorite of mine. And Tobias Harris, who I think could be he could be your third best player on a championship team. I think he's that good. And he's young, he's like twenty six. Really? Yeah.
1: Well I, I saw Doc like talking to K D um a couple times, like buddy buddy while he was on the court last night. Yeah, Um, and you know Jerry West is there, so they're definitely going to pitch KD a lot this summer, I would think, and be like, hey, you can come down here and be on this LA team that no one likes either. Kind of fits KD's personality. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But uh, yeah, I don't know. They they got a they got a fun team to watch. Um, It's kind of I think we were mentioning last podcast about guys that get fouled shooting threes. Yeah, it's like Lou Williams, right? Yeah, Lou, yeah. <laughs> we forgot, we forgot to mention Lou Williams. He always just gets clay up in the air.
0: Yeah, he's crafty, too. He's clutch. I love Lou Williams. To close on the Clippers, they do have the best sponsorship, at least jersey sponsorship, with Bumble. I love that. And I feel like it fits the L.A. theme as well.
1: Yeah, they had a Bumble commercial last night. They're doing, like, Bumble friends, like Bumble work.
0: Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think they're trying to get in like slack a little bit. Oh.
1: I'm not sure.
0: Yeah. Interesting. Do you wanna discuss anything else? Any any other any other NBA news?
1: No, I'm just pumped about Boogie and I fully expect them to not play well against the Lakers after spending like three nights in LA. So
0: Yeah, they got <laughs> three nights in LA ending with the Lakers game. That's that's dangerous. That's dangerous for Clay, especially.
1: Yeah, Clay's Clay's not shooting above forty percent. No, not at all. But he
0: does yeah. get those home cooked meal now, because isn't he from L.A.?
1: He's not staying with his dad <laughs> or his mom. He's uh, gonna go crazy in L.A.
0: L.A. Clay, Jesus. Yeah.
1: Have you been following Kyrie lately? Uh, yeah. I mean, a, a bit. All the all the talk he has in the media. Yeah. What did you think about
0: his? Words towards his younger team. I thought teammates. that was
1: ridiculous. He's like 26 years old. He's like, oh, yeah, my younger self, man. I was a fool. It was like two years ago.
0: Yeah, it's not, like, <laughs> it's not like a eight years ago or anything like that. It was literally two seasons ago.
1: Do you think that Kyrie would ever go to L.A. after this year?
0: Yeah, because isn't that the rumor right now? Because he called LeBron. Yeah. <laughs> Which I thought the most surprising thing of all that was that Kevin Love and LeBron actually talk. Because throughout, you
1: know, LeBron loves Kevin Love. Yeah, he's one of his favorite teammates, right?
0: Yeah, and like from his USA days as well. But during the Cleveland like time, like LeBron was never really giving him high fives, any dap or anything like that. But maybe that was because he, he knew Kevin Love didn't need it. You know, and, I don't
1: know. I think he just likes Kevin Love because he was Kevin Love was like the eternal scapegoat, and then Kevin Love didn't really care.
0: Yeah, that's, that's, that is true, and. He stopped step that one play. Did you watch <laughs> <Jesus> correct <Christ. laughs> No, but uh, he was a big part of winning their championship. And I think anyone that helps LeBron win a championship automatically is one of LeBron's great friends. Especially one for Cleveland. Did you watch Richard Jefferson's <laughs> Video on That was the most absurd review. thing I've ever seen in my life. My like,
1: God. Uh, he won a... one championship. He's like, yeah, you know, some some of them mean more. Like what the fuck are you talking about? A championship is a championship. It's ridiculous.
0: <laughs> Spoken like a true Warriors fan. I thought you it was You know what Mr.
1: Jefferson his his problems with the Warriors go back to like two thousand and thirteen when we're playing the Spurs and all he had to do was make two free throws and he missed both of them and we lost game one. I was pissed. No, <laughs> people don't forget. <laughs> he's a saboteur. <laughs>
0: Been awful for a while. Yeah, no. Uh, I thought he was good. I thought the video was good, though. He's entertaining. I mean, he he's good at calling games too.
1: Yeah, they should actually get him to do like a, a play by not play by play, but like color commentator for some of the games. He'd
0: be good. Oh yeah, I mean, switch him with Reggie Miller, please.
1: Yeah. Or Chris Webber.
0: Have you noticed ESPN has staggered? Uh, Mark Jackson and Jeff Van Gundy. Now, do they always do that in the beginning of the season? And they just kind of yeah, save them? They,
1: they, yeah, they do that in the playoffs. They come back together.
0: Oh, my God. I had hope. I had so much hope. Do you think ESPN, they they got to know that people don't think they're a good team, right?
1: I feel like they're, they've are they been around so long that people like them.
0: Yeah, I guess like the the general public... Doesn't mind them, but I think all the basketball nerds and the people that follow about like the NBA throughout the season, and the League Pass guys, they don't like them. They don't like them at all.
1: Yeah, but I don't think that they're trying to cater to like the League followers.
0: Yeah, exactly, because they know they're gonna tune in no matter what. It's all about the general audience. That's yeah. where they really get yeah. that money. This is the NBA Commute, upcoming. We have our All Star teams that we'll pick. Luka Doncic making your team? Yeah. For sure. I love Luca. Luca's the man. And more NBA news coming. This is Justin.
1: Your friend Tyler here. We'll be back. See you.